What's up guys? How's everybody doing? Welcome back to another edition of Power 5 Sports Podcast. Alongside Alex Maxwell, I'm Jake Gorwitz. It is Thursday, January 10th. Exactly a month and a day since we last recorded. We're back in the studio for episode 63 and we are fired up. Massive Happy New Year to all the fans. We hope you all had a nice holiday season and are ready for a great 2019. 2018 was absolutely huge for us here at Power 5. We expanded from SoundCloud to iTunes Apple Podcasts, got the social media popping, and we couldn't be prouder. We are loving the journey of growing our show and hope you guys know that your support does not go unnoticed. Let's get down to business, though. Since we last recorded, the sports world has been going absolutely crazy. Specifically, both college football and the NFL. Today, we're going to be giving you our biggest takeaways from the Alabama-Clemson national title and breaking down the NFL playoffs. Alex, let's get the show on the road. Once again, Jake, you just nailed the intro. Nice job. Just got to give you props on that. But yeah, thank you guys. For a massive 2018, I just wanted to say that first and foremost, thank you to all of our listeners, anyone who's ever listened to Jake and myself, we appreciate it so much. Thank you guys. Just wanted to get that out there. Wow, it's been a lot. There's been a lot on the table since we've last recorded. A month and a day, like you said. Clemson is now the king of college football. The NFL playoffs have gotten started. The NBA's kicking. But we're not going to get into that necessarily today, another time. But focusing on football for this, Clemson rolled Alabama. No pun intended. They rolled over Alabama. And Alabama just got destroyed. Let's get into things, Jake. Let's talk about this game that just happened. What did you see? Well, first and foremost, Tua Tagovailoa was pressured in a way that he has never been pressured before. He seemed very uncomfortable throughout the entire game. Tua, he's been banged up. Clearly, his ankle and his knee were issues in previous games. And I think Clemson, obviously you saw some hits where it was literally someone's helmet hit him square in the kneecap. And you just said, you could just see, like, Tua just wasn't the same. I give him props, though. He never gave up. He never had, like, a bad body language. He's a great guy. He's got a lot of class. People tend to think... That Tua's bad now, after one game, like, chill. Clemson played the best game I think I've ever seen anyone play against Alabama. They did not get really lucky at all. I mean, they just dominated. I've, have you ever seen a Nick Saban team get straight up dominated? Like, at all ends of the football, it just wasn't a, it just wasn't a good game. The last Alabama. time they were down so much was, I think, the 2014 bowl game against Oklahoma. Right, and... That game didn't mean anything because it was it was a meaningless game. It was a throwaway game. But this was the national championship, and they didn't even look like they were mentally there. No, Clemson absolutely gave it to them. That pick six from the sophomore AJ Terrell. Kinda that was a tone. That was a tone setter. I was you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, you could have respected Tua's arm. You mm-hmm. could have you know gave the wide receivers a little cushion. Stepped. Right. Uh, taking a step back, but no. The Clemson defense got right after mm-hmm. the wide receivers. I mean, even without the loss of Dex- Dexter Lawrence, that's in the, that did not play a single factor. I mean, Colleen, Fer- or Colleen Farrell, 
Christian Wilkins. He had himself a night. Yes, he yes he did. He was phenomenal. But Clemson's overall defense just seemed to swarm to attack Tagovailoa at all times. Josh Jacobs had a few nice runs. He had a decent night. They didn't really use Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs as much as they should have. But I don't know. I think I think Clemson is just they're ready to be the kings of college football. And Dabo Sweeney is, what, 54 years old? And he's brought in yet another loaded recruiting class. Oh, who's their quarterback? Trevor Lawrence? He's he's only a freshman. He says he still wants to go three more years at Clemson. I don't... I could definitely see Clemson going 4-0 in the college football playoff. Four straight years consecutive national championships. Based on what I just saw, how could you not? How could you... I mean, like, sometimes you got to dethrone somebody... You gotta watch it happen before you can predict it. You know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta watch it. You gotta, you can't believe it. You want to, you know what I mean? Clemson and Trevor Lawrence, they took control of the game. Clearly, yeah. Like, like we said, they could have, you know, taken their uh, foot off the gas pedal a little bit. You know, really uh, test, you know, Alabama to see what they were going to do. But no, they made Alabama play up to their level, and the Crimson Tide simply couldn't match their intensity and what they were bringing to the table. Right. You got to if you're going to talk about Clemson, you got to talk about Trevor Lawrence and you got to talk about the sophomore wide receiver Justin Ross. What a game Justin Ross had. It seemed like every third down, Alabama would kind of seem to be lingering in the game, you know, making two sacks or making good plays. And then that third down they would just throw it up to Justin Ross, and he would make a phenomenal catch. And then they would just kill Alabama more and more, kind of like put a tranquilizer dart in them, kind of slow them down. And then Clemson finally, you know, said enough is enough, and then they pulled away. That seemed like Justin Ross was just a huge X factor in that game. That's a great point that you make. This game was decided on third down conversions, in my opinion. That had a big... Factor. There was a lot. It seemed like the third down every possession for Clemson. Clemson, and they faced much tougher third down situations than Alabama. The average yardage to go was 7.7 right. for Clemson to Bama's 4.5. Yet, that's, catch that's this. Incredible. Catch this. Bama went 4 for 13, while Clemson went 10 for 15. Oh my god! And on those 10 conversions... For Clemson, you had Trevor Lawrence slinging the ball around for 26, 37, 62, and 74 yards. The home run ball won Clemson that game mm-hmm. on third down. That's impressive. I think we gotta. I think we gotta even give more props to Clemson's offensive line for protecting Trevor Lawrence. But I think the guy we gotta give the most props to is the man himself, Trevor Lawrence. He is a true freshman. Came into Clemson with unreal. High, unreal expectations, way too high for anybody to walk into. Yet he steps in and beats arguably the greatest team ever, throws so many great touchdowns. That last throw, his last touchdown, there was literally three guys in his face, and I forget who it was to. I think it was T. Higgins. It was in the back of the end zone. It was to seal the deal, and it was just a dart. And we're just, I was just sitting here like, oh my gosh, this guy is literally... This guy has the ability to be the best quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. I I understand a lot of you guys out, out there might be like, slow down a little bit, but like, 
Look at him. He's 6'6", 220. He's a freshman, and he just torched a really good Alabama team. And he 15-0. He's never lost. He's got three more years left, maybe. Two to three. If Clemson's lucky. If Clemson's if lucky. If they can hang on to him. But the way he's, he talks, it sounds like he's a team player. Right. I he, think Trevor Lawrence is... I think he's destined to win the Heisman at least once. This kid is big time. He's so good. He's oh so good. He, he makes throws that a lot of NFL quarterbacks can't make. I know. He those, literally looks like an NFL quarterback. Right those now. throws that can only be placed in one spot in order for the receiver to catch the ball, mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence makes those throws. Right. I think, I think Clemson fans have been spoiled with terrific quarterbacks the last few years. You get Deshaun Watson, and then, oh, who do you get? Trevor Lawrence. Let's take, a, let's take a flashback to Taj Boyd. Taj Boyd was... Taj, no sleep on... No hating on Taj Boyd. Kelly Bryan isn't bad either. Oh, yeah. Where, where's not, he headed? He's going to Missouri. Missouri. I think he's a he's definitely more of a running quarterback, but still, he led them to an undefeated season as well, undefeated regular season, so Clemson's just been spoiled with really good quarterbacks, but I think the best of them all is Trevor Lawrence, and he's only a freshman... And he's only getting better. That's the thing. He's only getting better. He's only going to mature. He's only going to get smarter. He's only going to gain more experience. In my opinion, and I think you're on board with me, I think Trevor Lawrence has the ability to be the greatest of all time. It, it looks Physical, like it. Yeah. I, some people may consider that a bold prediction. I think that's you know, a hot that take. We need to slow our roll a little bit. But if you look at his Never stat line, anything like it. 10.8 yards per pass attempt. This the kid is value, valuing the football. Yeah. No interceptions. He didn't take any sacks. And he had a QB rating of 184.5. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is so good. It's off the charts. It is good. And credit to Dabo Sweeney for recruiting. You look at the wide receivers that they just brought out. T. Higgins is a five-star wide receiver. Amari Rogers, five-star receiver. Justin Ross, five-star receivers. Those are th- that's a trio of big, lanky, athletic receivers that all look like Julio Jones, Mike Evans, and are, it's so easy to see that they're going to be in the NFL. He's got a great running back. Clemson is like an off; they're an NFL team. It looks like we haven't even mentioned Travis Etienne. Yeah, he had himself a night, just like pretty much everybody else on the Clemson roster. Exactly. Uh, he went off in the first half. I think he had two rushing touchdowns and a receiving mm-hmm. touchdown. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. It was like a little dump off pass, exactly. And it was he. He runs hard. He. I remember he lowered the shoulder on a guy, and then boom, he went for the extra five yards for the touchdown. That's the type of runner he is. Runs hard. Runs physical. Great receiver. He is an outstanding receiver. I think NFL scouts are just loving what they see out of Travis Etienne for sure. How about a Wayne Wayne Gallman? Wayne Gallman. He was couple, a couple years ago for the Tigers. I think I'd take uh, Travis Etienne. Oh, I, I definitely would, but I was just another, that's another, another great alum. Dabo Sweeney is just flipping Clemson into... They they are a powerhouse. From, from Right now, they have earned their respect to being a powerhouse. How about the defensive coordinator, Brent Venables? Venables. Yep. He, How about the job that he did? Year after year, man. I, he's he's crazy. He, people have to hold him back on the sideline. No wonder he gets paid the big bucks. Yeah, he's the highest defensive paid, coordinator. Right, he's the highest paid assistant by... Quite a bit, and he's definitely worth it. Clemson is just, they seem to be having good vibes there in uh, Clemson, South Carolina. It seems like a good program. 
things are going in the right direction. You know, Clemson is a team that likes to look at the future, and the future is mighty bright for them. Can I just make a quick note on Alabama? Can we flip the scripts here Let's real go. quick? Yep. Alabama, I have to bring up that fake field goal attempt. Oh, my goodness. With the kicker as the lead blocker. Oh. <laughs> That's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. The kicker is going to get sat on his rear end. Yeah. And it, it makes the coaching staff look foolish. It, yeah, it, it makes I mean, them look like I mean, you have Nick Saban here. Obviously, he's one of the all-time greats. Yeah. No I, doubt I about think, that. I think he's the best coach of all time. In college Most football. likely. In college football, I believe. You can't go wrong with him. But the way that I saw the game, Alabama, they were playing and coaching a bit scared. They were taking unnecessary shots when mm-hmm. they didn't necessarily need to. They were gambling just to stay in the game. Right. I think that they really, I think they're the ones that took a step back. Yeah. I think they realized that, wow, we're in for a dogfight, and I don't know if they were really prepared. You know, sometimes in a fight, when the opponent is beating you so bad, it mentally gets to you. And in this game, in the trenches, every time Clemson, it seemed like Clemson was just, they just wanted it. Someone, whatever's in the Kool-Aid in Clemson, they're drinking it, and Dabo Sweeney is selling, and they're buying in. It's That just seems to be it. They just seem to be like a unity. They seem to have like a, a unit or just a, a great bond that I'm going to play not only for myself but for the guy next to me. And Clemson really showed that, and I think Clemson, it was clear. Mentally, who was on who really wanted it more at the end of the day, I think the scoreboard really showed that. Should we take a look towards next season for these two teams? Just just for, for a sure. hot second. Yeah, I think Alabama fans, or Alabama in general, chill out. you still got the best recruiting class. You're going to reload. You got your quarterback back. You got Najee Harris back. Josh Jacobs is going to be back. Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs. You're fine. Relax. Yes, you're going to lose Quinn and Williams and Pierce Bacher, an offensive lineman. Quinn and Williams, an arguably the number one pick, D-lineman. But you'll be all right. Relax. No drop off in talent. No, and you already know they're gonna go like eleven and one, twelve and zero type season. Go to the playoff. Relax. Get over that hump. And by the way, it's two to two right now. We need to see the finale. I don't want to see these two teams play. An, besides next year, it's two to two. I want to see a three two series, a five game series, and then it. I don't want to see these two play in the national championship ever again because it's getting it's getting old. What do you think about that? that it's would, crazy. That that would be something special to see them face off once one again last next time. year. One last time. Let's that would get be a, good. Let's one get a new fa- a couple new faces yeah. in the in the coming years. But throw Michigan in there. Hopefully, <laughs> we certainly would like yeah. that. I don't know if we'll get it. Yo, did you see that? Uh, Michigan hired yeah. Alabama's like ass- of, assistant offensive coordinator yeah, or something, yeah. something yeah, like I that. See that. I like that. I, I haven't heard his name before, but it's good. But I think Alabama's defense, they're, they're definitely going to lose a couple stars. Reload. But you're bringing back sophomore linebacker Dylan Moses. Freak. Corner. The, the secondary is taken care of. Yep. Patrick Sertain right. and Xavier McKinney. However, Patrick Sertain got absolutely... Is he blowing the guy that, up is against he the guy that blew out his Achilles? No, 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 no. He got torched. Oh in, yeah, by C. D. Lamb in the Oklahoma oh, game. Oh yeah, I saw that. Number two versus number two. Yeah, C. on C. the Lamb's outside on the I perimeter. But Patrick Sertain, he got yeah. torched. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
But I mean, obviously, he's playing for the Crimson Tide for a reason. He'll imagine, be a stud next what year. what we would do against C.D. Lamb. We would just get... If he got... Torched, you and I? He, we would get sizzled. We would get... At, we'd be put to ashes, my gosh. But anyways, let that's the future of Alabama. What about the future of Clemson? I mean, they're relatively... They were a senior-led team. I think it's definitely fair to say that. But a lot of their talent lies... Freshmen, sophomores as well. Best best player on the team, arguably, Trevor Lawrence, freshman. T. Higgins, Justin Ross, freshman. Or, I'm sorry, those are sophomores. So, you're relatively young. Also, your interior line, not you're not going to lose a lot of them. And overall, yes, your defense is going to be a little spotty. You're going to lose a lot on your defense. You're going to lose. You have to expect that when you have multiple first-round lottery-type players. But guess what? I just watched the Army, the U.S. Army All-American Bowl, and there was quite a bit of Clemson Tigers in that bowl game. So I think Clemson is just doing just fine in the recruiting. I mean, look at it. You just won the national championship. You can recruit. So they're going to reload. Clemson, the ACC is quite shallow right now, but it'll be interesting to see how they can reload. Offensively, they'll be fine. Defensively, on the defensive side of the ball, We'll see, but they'll, Brent they'll figure it out. He's proven himself to be an elite guru, and I think Clemson will be there yet once again. I think Alabama will be there again. Hopefully, we can get two new teams in there and maybe make some noise. But right now, college football, the king is Clemson, and then a sh- right behind him, not far behind, is Alabama. They'll be breathing down Clemson's oh, neck for next sure. season. It was vice versa last year. Exactly. So it's like you're never going to get away from them, you know, because they're both so elite. The coaches are very similar. I mean, both coaches are just amazing. And I think you're not going to see Clemson and Alabama fall off the top for a long time, as long as these guys are there. Should we transition to the pros? Let's get it. Here's a great segue. Kyler Murray. Oh, yeah. There is so much talk that he will be entering the NFL draft. I know. And now that Cliff Kingsbury oh, is now with the Arizona Cardinals oh, as their new head gosh. coach. Earlier in 2018, he said if he had it his way, keep in mind this he was not an NFL coach at this point, yeah. that he would take Kyler Murray first overall. Now he has the opportunity to do that. Oh, they have Josh Rosen, though. Well, guess what? Josh Rosen might be on his way out of town. If you're the Cardinals, how can you not be shopping Josh Rosen right now? I I can probably guarantee, I would put money on it, that he's on the trading block right now. Really? Well, you got... Okay, the potential to have the number one overall pick, Kyler Murray, come to your team. Wow. That... That's freaky. You don't get that often. You, you got to think about that. Oh my gosh, like, that's hard to fathom. It's pretty. It's it's all uphill from here for the Cardinals because they were horrendous yeah. last season. So literally, you can make any decisions, and it would probably be probably be better than the season they just previously had. I would like to see Kyler Murray in Cliff Kingsbury's system because Cliff Kingsbury is an offensive genius. That's why he's the, that's why he's in the NFL. His scheme is phenomenal. So that's why he's there. I would like to see Kyler Murray. Play in the NFL along with the MLB. It would be interesting. We posted some stuff on our Instagram. So if you guys want to check that out, check us out at Power5 on Instagram. We posted Instagram polls on that. So make sure to vote on that. But anyways, 
going back to the NFL, how have you been? How have you been liking the playoffs so far? I think I, I've been, I've been overwhelmed with the amount of excitement that's very uh, exciting that's been happening with the wild card playoffs. You know, sh- shaping up to be quite. Uh, we had a couple thrillers. Yeah, I mean, you look at the Seahawks, Cowboys, the Chargers, Ravens. Those were two thrillers right there. Uh, the Colts Texans wasn't such a great game. Oh, the, Colts, the Eagles, the Eagles Bears, the Eagles Bears. That was that probably was, the most thrilling of them all. That was the one I was just about to get into. People need to chill on Cody Parkey. I was I was going to ask you for your opinion on that. There yeah. have been a lot of people going after him. Even we have uh, Rex Ryan going on national television and absolutely torturing, shredding yeah. Cody Parkey and saying that well he's an NFL kicker and that's. His one job, blah, 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 blah. But, okay, did you see the way that Cody Parkey handled himself, you know, in his post-game interviews and facing the media after blowing that kick? Yeah, that was... I mean, massive respect for Cody Parkey. Yes, at the end of the day, you have to make the plays that you're expected to make at that level of football. Right. But... Things happen, and plus, it was proven on replay that the ball did get tipped. I didn't see it, but the NFL officially reviewed that as well. I, I saw that. Yeah. So I mean, you you have to cut him a little slack at this point. That's that's my take on it. Yeah, that I think that's a good take. But I think he's going to get cut, and the reason why is not because of this specific kick, but I didn't hear this until recent. He missed the second most kicks in the NFL. Yeah. He did, he did no, not have a good year. He won't get. Well, yes, maybe he'll get cut because of that one right. kick against the Eagles. But you have to take a look at his full resume He's not throughout season. this season. He hit four crossbars, I think. That's not or good. Or uprights yeah. against the Detroit Lions in one game. That's He not blew good. one against the Vikings in the last week of the regular season. Right. A couple other occasions. I think when they blew their lead to the Packers yeah. in like week one or really early so on. So he's really not clutch, but yeah. I think... I think he might he might get the plug pulled on him for that reason, but I don't know. I think people people were saying brutal things to him, which uh, nobody deserves. But anyways, let's get back into the 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 full swing of things. What did we see out of the Colts Texans real quick, and then we're gonna go through all the matchups. The Colts. I am I am high on the Colts right now. Yeah, I, I'll put it that way. After an absolutely awful 1 and 5 start. They've closed out the season with a 9 and 1 record. Andrew Luck is playing out of his mind. Out of his mind. He's MVP getting caliber. No he's getting no love. Just he's getting overshadowed by Pat Mahomes and Drew Brees. Exactly. He's playing his best football. Best how about that? Ever. How about that Captain Andrew Luck Twitter account? <laughs> that that is that's, that's funny. funny. Yeah. I get a kick out of that. You know what I do like or I don't like, but it's surprising is that their tight end Eric Ebron has a career high, like over 15 Don't even touchdowns. get me started. Don't he even get me started. He 15 touchdowns in Detroit, but in one season he gets 15 He had touchdowns. bricks for hands in oh. his time with the Lions. Oh that makes God. me so oh. frustrated. I can't even explain. I just had to, Eric Ebron, yeah. I don't know what to say about you. I You're balling out right now in Indy. Good for him. But He's balling out. Come on now. I know. How many games did he single-handedly lose for the Lions because he can't make a wide-open catch many. in the end zone? Good for him. He's su- he's succeeding in Philly. Or, no. Not Philly. Indianapolis. Not good for him. Not Philly. Okay. He can get out of here. Yeah. 
Well, the Colts dominated the Texans in every facet of the game. Offense, defense, they're really good. They are very solid. I think they're a team that kind of likes to smother you, slow down the tempo, make you play to their pace, not you know form to yours. I think the Colts are a very solid team. They're a very dangerous team, and like you said, they're close. They close out the season nine and one, so they are red hot, and they're not a streaky team by any means. They're a very consistent team, and Andrew Luck is playing the best football he's ever played. T.Y. Hilton's balling out. Marlon Mack's playing well. Mar- Marlon Mack. He he had a season high 148 rushing yards. Uh, just uh, yeah, rushing yards. Excuse me. Against the Texans defense. Keep in mind that that defense, mm-hmm. led by J.J. Watt and Jadavian Clowney, hadn't allowed an 100-yard rusher all year. Yeah, that's that speaks volumes. Well, who does that? Quentin Nelson is a big. You know, plus on that, their offensive line has done quite no, well. No, it all starts in the trenches, right? Up there with the big fellas for the Colts. Yeah, hundred percent. Quentin Nelson is definitely a plus in that aspect of the game. So I think we're both seeing that the Colts can make some noise in the playoffs, and they clearly showed it against the Texans. Moving on to the Seahawks versus the Cowboys. What a game for the Cowboys! I mean, not a not a huge hater on the Cowboys, but you know, Dak Prescott's he's playing good football. You gotta respect it. Dak Prescott is playing very well, and the Cowboys, just like the Colts, are playing well at the right time. Mm-hmm. They're they're getting hot at the right time. This is when you need to be playing your best football. And the Cowboys, they won seven of their last eight and look where they ended up. <laughs> NFC East champs. Yeah. And now they find themselves into the divisional round of the playoffs. Well done, Cowboys. Seahawks. Seahawks. Remember when we were doing our preseason analysis of what we thought <laughs> would come for each team in the NFL? Well, we we didn't give we didn't give the Seahawks any love. Not at all. Really proud of Russell Wilson. He kind of carried him. He did, and we thought that he wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, but we, Russell Wilson and we gave him the short end of the stick on that. Pete Carroll. Did a fantastic job, you know, utilizing each piece that he had, um, to, to you know to their full potential. So well done, Seahawks. But the Cowboys, they did, they came to play. They they want it. They, it's clear that they want it. What about the Chargers and the Ravens? That was not a good game for three quarters and change. And then all of a sudden, the Ravens just picked it up and made it a game. Lamar Jackson really struggled, and there were thoughts of pulling him and letting the veteran Joe Flacco get some time. But that didn't end up happening. And they ended up losing, but it was a closer game than many people thought it would be. Jake, what did you see out of this? Well, the Ravens were straight-up ugly to start off the game. I think they fumbled three out of their eight. I think he had six yards. Three out of their first eight He had six passing yards going going into the fourth quarter, which you just cannot have. And he was missing throws left and right. It's like he's never played quarterback before. And especially if you're the Ravens with a defense like that. You can't have that. You can't I mean, the defense that. is locked down, shut down every Sunday. And the offense, Lamar Jackson, you've been playing great thus far. You, you got, yes, it's his first playoff start. I understand that. But you have to keep your team in the game. You have to. And he, he kind of did. 
but he kind of did it. Well, you know? he got his team back in the game. He got his team back in the game for sure because he's so electric. But, but it was too little too it late. Was, exactly. That's exactly right. And the Chargers look very solid. Oh, yes. They, they're going to go on to Foxborough next week. And Phillip Rivers is going to have a big test in front of him because Tom Brady wants to win more than anybody in the NFL. Phillip Rivers... The man is 37 years old. I think he's got, like, nine kids. Yeah. What a feel-good story. No quarterback in league history has thrown for more yards or more touchdowns, but never played in a Super Bowl. That is crazy. He's Phillip got, Rivers, he's got he, a chance. And I think he has the weapons around him to do so. And on the defensive side of the ball, the coordinator, Gus Bradley... I mean, he went to work. Mm-hmm. After they lost to the Ravens a couple weeks ago, he compiled a game plan to shut down Lamar Jackson, contain his run-pass option, you know, because he's one of those types of players that keeps you guessing. Right. And Gus Bradley did a phenomenal job putting that to an end. Yeah, I think the, the Chargers all around are really solid, and they haven't been this good in a long time. Finally, we're going to touch on the Eagles and Bears. What a thriller of a game that was. You know, Cody Park did make some field goals in that game to keep the Bears in it, but he couldn't make that last one. But Nick Foles, coming up large again, is this late touchdown pass to Golden Tate. and Yeah, that if you're Eagles fans, you better be pretty pleased with that Golden Tate trade now because for, for a while they were looking... Quite upset with that. You know, you gave up a, a third-round pick in return for Golden Tate, who they couldn't figure out how to implement him in the offensive scheme. But there he is, Nick there Foles. Is. And Nick Foles, that was a beautiful throw. Oh, my God. Sidearm. Really just went out of his way to make that throw. Um, if you're the, very nice. Very yeah. Nice. Well done, Nick Foles. How about the Bears, though? This is, this is pretty ironic. The Bears beat the Vikings, or sorry, they lost to the Vikings, mm-hmm. to and which let the Eagles in the playoffs. And then the and Eagles, then the Eagles eliminate the Bears. That's funny. I think the Bears really underperformed in this playoff game. They had so much talent. They had the best season they've had in years. They have so much young talent. Khalil Mack, Mitch Trubisky, left and there's just guys left and right. And the Jerry Bears. Tellen. Jordan Howard, yep, yep, yep. Trey Burton, the Allen defense, Robinson. the defense is it's it's back, and I think the Bears next season are definitely a favorite to go far, but unfortunately they came up short, and it's just what happens sometimes. All right, so that's some of the wild card. Let's get into the divisional playoffs, starting off with the Colts and Chiefs. Jake, give me some thoughts. This is going to be a great game. In 2013, if you all remember, Andrew Luck. Yeah. led Indianapolis back from a 38 to 10 second half deficit to take down the Chiefs 45 to 44. I don't think I that, that. Yeah. I don't think that game gets enough love in terms of, you know, in the ranks of postseason history, great comebacks right. and thrillers. Okay, we we failed to mention the linebacker Darius Leonard for the Colts. Oh, he yeah. could he could be the defensive rookie of the year. He led the league in tackles. He's now the playoff leader. He's going to get after Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. He will he will tame 
the middle of the field. I think that'll be big for the Colts. Um, Chiefs, they're undeniably a fantastic team. Patrick Mahomes. I think they're the favorite coming out of the AFC for sure. Pat Mahomes is unfair. His throws are unfair. He's got the best weapons around him for him. He's got Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, no longer Kareem Hunt, a great offensive line, great wide receivers, Mike Conley, and it's just it's very impressive how good they are in Kansas City. Their defense is their Achilles heel. That's that, it. That's, that's it will, for sure. That will hurt them. And I think, I think that'll... The reason why I think the Colts are actually getting some a, a chance is because their defense is really good, and their offense is very solid. They're an offense that'll kind of take the soul out of you. They're, they kind of control the pace of the game. So that's why people aren't expecting this to be a complete blowout. I think the, the Chiefs will win, but I do not think it'll be a 40-5 to five or a 40-7 to seven type game. I feel like I'm sleeping on the Chiefs, and I really don't know why. I kind of feel like they, the same thing. They've been performing at such a high level throughout the season, but the upward trend that the Colts are on right it's now... It's just like it's suffocating the other team. It I think it's like just it. overshadowing the Chiefs. I mean, you have Patrick Mahomes, who's one of three players in NFL history to throw at least 50 touchdown passes in a season. That's Freaky, and he's he's only he's, this is like his true first year. This is like a this is like a true freshman t- or a redshirt freshman type deal. There was only one game where Mahomes threw zero touchdown passes. I mean, he's bringing his A game every, every week. weekend. He's you just gotta watch his highlights to just or a game of his to just understand how truly amazing he is. He's an amazing athlete. Love to watch him play. He is he is a freak of nature. In my opinion, I think he's MVP this year. He's done plenty to get my vote. Good luck. The thing that I keep coming back to is this Colts defense. Third best in the league for shutting down passing touchdowns. They've only let up 21. Yeah. That's third best in the league. I don't I don't know. I keep coming back to that. And the other thing that I just can't ignore is that this is Mahomes' first playoff start. And since 2013, quarterbacks have gone 4-15 and in their first postseason start. And the numbers show. This year, in the first round, Mitch Trubisky, Lamar Jackson, and Deshaun Watson all lost. Yeah. But I think I think Pat is different. I think he's, he's a, a different, different breed. breed. Yep, I think he's a different breed. 100%. What about the Cowboys and the Rams? It seems like the Rams are kind of trending in the wrong direction a little bit. They weren't as hot as they once were. Their defense definitely has some gaps, even with that talent. It just seems like people have kind of been, ex- not exposing, but ex- kind of attacking them, I should, you should say. Jared Goff hasn't been his normal self. He, didn't, he hasn't gone back to the Chiefs-Rams game. I don't know. I think they'll be fine. People need to relax. But at the same time, Dallas is like the Colts. They're trending in the right direction. They want it a lot. And this game, in my opinion, I think the Cowboys have a tremendous shot to win. 100%. I think the Cowboys, and in some people's opinion, they might even be the favorite. I don't... I don't. Personally, I can't put... Just the way people the Cow- are trending. It's just the trend. <clears throat> you, I, I agree. Personally, I wouldn't put the Cowboys favored in this game, but look at their run defense. Seattle had the top-ranked rushing attack, and they limited them 
to 73 yards on the ground. That was the Seahawks' lowest total since week one. So talk about a defense that is hot at the right time. Yeah. And I think we keep coming back to this thought, but it is so crucial when it comes to the playoffs. It is. It's defense wins championships. I mean, the Rams, they have Aaron Donald and Dominican Sue up front. Are you kidding me? Talk about their run defense, though. It is oh not It is not very good. No, I know. That's it what is I'm not good. It's not living up to what it should be. And in my opinion, the Rams have not been playing good football. And in, in playoffs, in any sport, whether it's March Madness or the NFL playoffs, a lot of it depends on momentum, how you were playing, confidence, injuries. Right now, the Rams are not playing good football. And if they mess around, fool around, they have way more talent than the Cowboys. I think everybody agrees on that. But now that the Cowboys have gotten Amari Cooper, they're completely different on offense. They're firing on all cylinders. Their defense is clicking. I'm taking the Cowboys in this game. I'm taking the Cowboys to beat the Rams. And I I really wouldn't be that surprised if it happened because the Rams are not playing good football. But yet again, the Rams are just so talented and so well coached that they could just bring up, just walk out and win by 20. But in my opinion, Cowboys. I got Cowboys. This game has all of the tools for an overtime game, for a last-second nail-biter. I think this will be close throughout the whole contest. The Rams' defense, they're giving up 5.1 yards per carry. That's worse than That's the entire so NFL. How, you wouldn't expect that from a exactly. defensive line featuring... Aaron Donald, he could be the MVP this right. season. Nadama Kong Su, Michael Brockers. You have, uh, I forget his first name right now, Littleton. He's been uh-huh. showing up um, in ways that you wouldn't a great expect. great secondary as well. They have a solid secondary. A great coaching staff as well. But like I've been saying, and you just brought up those numbers, they're not playing good football. Straight up, they're not. I don't know how, I, like, it's just, that's just facts. They, they're not playing good football. And the Cowboys are. And in playoffs... Trends are a big part of things. So give me the Cowboys. Say it once again. Zeke Elliott will have a monster night. I, I'm i going to go out and guarantee that 100-plus yards. I saw. I was reading a couple articles earlier this afternoon. There are a lot of bold predictions out there that are saying that Zeke Elliott could hit the 200-yard mark. If he does that, he would be he would become just the fourth player ever to do that in a divisional playoff game. That would be huge, but I think that there's a chance. There is a chance because I mean, two hundred—that's a bit. Look at I mean, the that's front. a that's a large look number. Look at the big boys up front. They're they're still really solid, and you just brought up that number. LA has the worst pass, or I'm sorry, run defense yards per carry in the NFL. So. That is a recipe for a big day for Zeke and Amari Cooper. That's going to open up the passing game with Amari Cooper. Here's the reason I will agree with you in taking the Cowboys. The Cowboys will never get blown out. Mm -hmm. They have yet to get blown out this year, and that's because how their team is made up. The defense is solid, so you're not getting a lot of points scored on you, and the offense keeps them into the game. Zeke Elliott, they love to drain the clock. Right. So, really, you have that time of possession. The game is in your control. You're, you're 
holding uh, your destiny is in your power. And the Cowboys, if it comes down to it, I would not be surprised if they come away in a close game because they have played two overtime games, which is tied for second most in the NFL. Only the Browns have more. So they're always in tightly contested games. Right. And 13 of the Cowboys' 17 games this year have been decided by one score. Nice. So, I mean, they're they're made for these situations. Yeah. And I don't know if the Rams can match that. Yeah, I, I'm glad you're on the same boat as I am, and I think it'll be a really good game. This is our last AFC meeting, the Chargers and the Patriots. In Foxborough, I just got to bring out some some things right here. Tom Brady in this in the playoffs is just so consistent and so brilliant. He is ex- excellent. Bill Belichick is just a guru. Gronk, you have so many weapons in front of you. Gronkowski and, will have a big afternoon. Yeah. I'll touch on that when you're done. I think the Patriots, they're not even that talented. They really aren't. They're not that good. I mean... But you just look at the will that they have to win, the system they have. It's just year after year, they're in the same spot. Look where they're at now. Phillip Rivers does not have a good record against Tom Brady. I can't. I, seven. I just can't see the Chargers beating the Patriots at the Patriots. I just can't pick against them. How can you pick against them? Gronk, I will. You're going to pick against them? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my gosh. You, you, know. bet, you bet I'm taking the Chargers. I think the Patriots are so solid. They've been playing great football. Their defense isn't very consistent, but when it's on, it's on, and they shut you down. Tom Brady's going to go off 250-plus. He's got his receivers healthy. He's got a healthy running back. He's got a healthy O-line. Gronk is healthy, most importantly. Give me Tom. Big. That that leads me into my next point. I think the Gronkowski will have a big afternoon. He's been getting beat up this season, and honestly... Pretty much every year. Every year, all nine seasons of his career. The NFL defenses just love to get after him, really just get under his skin, and just... Kind of just bully him a little bit, try to. I mean, it's pretty hard when you're going up against a man that large, right. but they, they manage to really, you know, take a toll on his body. But Gronkowski... After the bye week during the wild card round, he has an extra week to recover. And I think he is poised for a big game, touchdown or two. Keep in mind, though, that LA's defense has only given up five touchdowns to opposing tight ends all season. So that's. Those are good numbers. I mean, that's something that you need to take into consideration, but Gronkowski is hard to guard. Yeah, I don't think he's your typical one of the mill tight end. So. You're going to go with the Chargers in this one? I'm taking the Chargers. Okay. Keenan Allen will also be heavily involved. That was my second point. Keenan mm. Allen, Phillip Rivers in big-time plays and games. Phillip Rivers likes to share the ball with Keenan Allen. 100%. He will get 10 Melvin, 10 Gordon's also a stud, too. we got we got to throw him in there as well. He'll be active in both the passing and rushing games, but Keenan Allen... He's the guy. He caught 14 passes against the Steelers in Week 13. Hmm. Preach. I don't know. I, I, I'm taking will and desire to win over game plan 
in this specific matchup. Give me the Patriots. I don't care how much, how little. Give me the Patriots. I, I just can't pick against them. I think Pats, I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to look ahead a little bit. Pats and Chiefs are going to meet in the AFC Championship. And then a winner, winner is going to play the team I'm about to mention here in a few seconds. That's that's not even bold, but, I mean, you're looking down the road pretty yeah, far. And yeah. I, I like your picks. I obviously disagree. I think the Chargers have what it takes to take down um, the Patriots this season. The Chargers, I like what they've been doing on the road this year. They are, uh, they've won eight games yeah. heading into other stadiums this year. And the last time Rivers played in a playoff game at Gillette Stadium, it was the AFC Championship game in 07, and he played on a torn ACL. Oh, that's heart. That is heart. I if mean, you're talking about heart Both and guys guts, got heart, but we'll see. Phillip Rivers doesn't have any... He doesn't have any hardware in his in his shelves in his house. He's got none. He's got this might be the start. This might be the start. Talk talk about dethroning. Right. Just like Clemson did to Bama. Very fair, very fair. This could be the start of something. The Chargers are this so year. their overall so complete and so excellent. Derwin James. Whole team. I'm a big fan of Derwin James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the best rookies in uh in the NFL this year. I got let's watch on Sunday. We'll see We'll see what happens, and uh, it'll be a very interesting game. But finally, the team I just mentioned a few uh, minutes ago, the New Orleans Saints. That's who I think is. Uh, that's who I think the Patriots or the Chiefs will meet in the Super Bowl. I think the Saints are so good; they are brilliant. It seems like Drew Brees is getting better year after year. Kind of like guys like LeBron; they get older with age, like fine wine. Drew Brees is so good; he's up for another MVP season. He might even get it over Pat Mahomes. It's Both of their numbers are amazing. He's got the all-time passing record now for yards, and he's not slowing down. He's got a tremendous offense. Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram could go on and on. The Saints, in my opinion, are unbelievable on the defensive side of the ball. Sean Payton, you hear about that thing he said? You guys want it, and he's like, he's yeah, oh yeah, he brought in with like four bodyguards. And like a, like a Super Bowl trophy and a bunch of money. He was like cussing at him like, you guys got to want it or and stuff so like that. What's, what's their Super Bowl bonus? Like 250000 each? You shouldn't even ha- that shouldn't even be a thought. I mean, playing for money isn't, I don't think that's the right thing to do. You got to, but it's, it's the Super Bowl, man. You don't need to play for money. You got Yeah, if you, if you can't get yourself fired Come up on. for the Super Bowl and the NFL playoffs, then I don't know if this is the right business for you. Exactly. And I think the Saints are... Unbelievable, and I think their opponent is Philly, and I think Philly is going to get absolutely destroyed. I really do. What is Philly? Nine and seven. They squeaked into the playoffs. They got super lucky against Thanks the Bears. Thanks to the team they took out. Right. They they snuck by the Bears on a missed field goal. They're just not. That took with, the wrong bounce. Right. Off of the crossbar. Twice. Two. They are the luckiest team. Ding right off the upright. Boom. Ding. Off the crossbar. Off the crossbar. Jeez. So I think the the Philly the Philly Philly special slash Nick Foles energy is just gonna is just gonna end. I think it's, it's gonna gotta run, come it's to gonna an run end out because the talent of the Eagles really wasn't that good last year. They were not the most talented team in the NFL, right? Would you say that? Right. And usually the, in the Super Bowl winner is, and clearly this year they are not. And the team they are facing is so much better than they are. At every facet of the game, 
I the Saints are gonna destroy the the Eagles. They're gonna destroy the Eagles. They are going to run up and down the field. Drew Brees is gonna throw for three hundred plus. Give me the Saints, huge. I think the Saints are going to the Super Bowl. The Saints are a magnificent team. They are a beautiful franchise. You gotta love them. Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, they are all going to have a field day. A great defense as well. On the Philadelphia Eagles. It's they will dismantle them. The whole like you said, the Philly Philly, whatever they got going on there, it, it's gonna come to an end. Right. But for all of you Philly fans or people that are just hoping that the Saints will get knocked off, here are a couple reasons to have faith. Nick Foles, he's shown us that he is capable of playing in big-time moments. Obviously, we saw the Super Bowl. Right. But in the NFC title game last year, he threw for 350 and three touchdowns. And then in the Super Bowl, he threw for nearly 375 and three touchdowns against the Patriots. Uh Okay? We all know that the Saints like to run up the scoreboard. Yeah. Two of the Eagles' three highest-scoring games this season have come when Nick Foles was their quarterback. I think that there is a chance that this could be a back-and-forth game and that the Eagles stay in it. I don't think that they'll win. Personally, I don't think it'll be close. But for anybody out there, you know, looking for reasons to bet on Philadelphia or to, you know, to think that they have a shot to stay in the game, there are a couple for you. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. So, yeah, that's it for our 63rd episode. All football for you. That was pretty good. I, I like that. I. All football. One should we sport. should we give the TV? Uh, excuse me. Should we give the fans a TV schedule for this weekend? I think we should. Saturday. Indianapolis Colts at Kansas City, at Arrowhead, four thirty-five p.m. This is all Eastern Standard Time. That's on NBC. Moving on to the Dallas, LA Rams game. That's in Los Angeles, eight thirty-five on Fox. Then we go to Sunday, January thirteenth. We have the Chargers. Traveling to Gillette to face the Patriots. That's a 105 start time on CBS. And then to conclude this round of the playoffs, Philadelphia heads to New Orleans for a 440 matchup on Fox. Those are all those are all beauties. And can't wait to watch them all. Thank you guys for listening once again. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter.